Baptist Church, the Word of God is proclaimed with passion every Sunday morning. Together we go on a weekly spiritual odyssey and are inspired by Dr. Yvonne Jones-Bibbs. Through God, Pastor Bibbs highlights and teaches powerful biblical points that can change lives and set spirits free. Our primary goal is to introduce Christ to everyone. If you have moved into the Richmond, Virginia area or just visiting and seeking to meet friends as you serve the Lord and want to be in a down-home church atmosphere where everybody is somebody and where God is the head of the church, then we invite you to stop by Sixth Baptist Church. church today. God bless everyone. Thank you so very much. So many of you all have joined us today and we are thankful that you're present with us uh, at the Sixth Baptist Church in Richmond, Virginia, and we pray that you will continue to celebrate with us uh, virtually and uh, we hope to celebrate with you next week as well as we give God the glory, uh, as we move forward with this pandemic and things seem to be getting a little bit better. Uh, we are thankful that we can just come before you in the presence of the Lord, regardless of whether we're in the church building, the sanctuary, or in another building, or outside on the parking lot, or on Zoom, or Facebook, or, or Great God YouTube. It doesn't matter. You just want to hear a word from the Lord. Is there anybody present today who wants to hear a word from the Lord? Come on, let's get ready for the preach word right now. As we give thanks unto God, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. O oh God, our Father, give us grace, give us sustaining power. Let your presence be known in this place today, as we proclaim your gospel, dear Lord, for a waiting congregation. We know, God, that you are able to do all things, and we thank you, O oh, glory to your name, for the Holy Ghost. Pray, God, that you would give us the anointing everywhere. Great God, let it begin with me. And let it flow from heart to heart. Oh, yeah. And from breast to breast. For we pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Somebody say Jesus' name. One more time. Jesus' name. Holler out Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless everyone. Well, today we're going to uh, celebrate the word from different passages of scripture. And we want you to follow along with me as I throw them out. As we look at the purpose of the church today, my, my subject is going to be mistaken identity. Mistaken identity. Come on, somebody. Say it to somebody. Mistaken identity. As we look at the purpose of the church of the living God. And you know, everybody, when we think about purpose, uh, God created us all for a purpose. Uh, and I pray that you have found your purpose here on earth. And, uh, and it's more sometimes than one purpose. But God, in his sustaining grace and love, tells us uh, with no uncertain terms uh, uh, why he places us here on earth. And that is to do certain things that he wants us to do for ourselves, but more especially, great God, to grow the kingdom of Almighty God. Follow me this morning. I'm going somewhere. So when we look at uh, mistaken identity, uh, the church purpose. Oftentimes there are people who mistake the church uh, for 
something else other than what it is supposed to be. I know that we love doing many things here on earth. You know, there are many people who love sports and other people who love cooking and, and, and love teaching and, and just love traveling. Uh, there are many things that we love to do. And I encourage you to do what you love to do. Uh, but how many of you all love going to church? And I'm talking about not in a certain building, but going to church, I mean with the Holy Ghost, I'll give you guys, <laughs> by reading God's word and sustaining grace keeps you uh, day in and day out. How many of you all love the church? Uh, do you love the church today? Uh, do you love celebrating the church? Do you live for the church? Jesus says, upon this rock, I'll build my church. Oh, yes. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And so a church is a congregation. Hear me, everybody. Of baptized believers associated by covenant in the faith and the fellowship of the gospel. The gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ. So I'm going to break it down a little bit more and ask you now. Do you love the church? Uh, do you love what the Lord stands for? Do you love great God? Why he gave his life when he came into the world to give us life and came back on the third day morning? Yes, yes, yes. Jesus says, I will build my church and I'm coming back for a church. We are part of the church once you have accepted Christ as your personal savior. It doesn't matter uh, whether you are Jew or Gentile. Come on now. Doesn't matter where you're Pentecost, Church of God and Christ, Holiness, come on there, Methodist, Presbyterian, Baptist. It doesn't matter the denomination, non-denominational. What really matters is that the Lord's church with God is in you. And the church, the Holy Ghost is within you. And this is why uh, we celebrate Pentecost because uh, the Lord knew that we needed to have uh, uh, something to give us guidance every day. That's why he sent great God after 50 days of the resurrection. The Lord uh, uh, is called Easter time, those 50 days after the resurrection. Then on the 50th day, it's called Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Ghost. Great God Almighty, because the Holy Ghost gives us direction. Uh, when the Holy Ghost uh, touches you, it gets into your mind so you can think right. It gets into your mouth so you can talk right. It gets into your heart so you can feel right. Great God, it gets into your legs so you can walk right and walk, great God. When I say right, great God, walk in the way God will have you to as Christians and disciples of Christ. It's very important for us to rethink uh, the church, to look at the purpose of the church. Is there a witness uh, today that can say, I know what you mean? Because when we think about the church, when we think about the true and the living church, we have to revisit the purpose of the church. The purpose of the church is not uh, having bingo. The purpose of the church is not just selling dinners. Come on, somebody. I'm not saying anything is wrong with this, that, or whatever the case may be. But the purpose of the church, great God, is to do what I'm about to preach right now is with sustaining scripture. Prayerfully, you will understand. You know, some years ago, uh, Pastor Rick Warren wrote the uh, book, uh, The Purpose Driven Church. If you have it, take it out and read it or, or order it because it is a sustaining piece of literature 
that I like to look at from time to time as I reflect on the great word of Almighty God. It gives us direction, and the word gives us hope, and the word gives us victory. His book, Great God, shares much insight in terms of the purpose of the church. And let us remember that we don't want to have and be a part of mistaken identity. I know there are many game shows and, and there are many movies that deal with mistaken identity over the years. And I'm going to share a little something with you at the end of my message that, that I saw on YouTube. And, and, and it's a true story about mistaken identity. But we don't want Greg God, our church, Greg God to forget the purpose. And I know as SBC, we're not forgetting the purpose because we recognize as we look at these five key components uh, to the church that we're going to try to do the best we can. And grant God, wherever you are, you do the best you can as well. Is there a witness that will say amen today? The first thing that we need to do is worship. Somebody say worship. Worship great God Almighty. Look at Matthew 22 and verse number 37. Worship. Matthew 27, 22, and verse number 37. The Bible says to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. I'm going to stop right there. We're to love the Lord by worshiping him. Worshiping uh, the Lord, church, is, is meeting the Lord. <laughs> you know, that's why we call it worship. We go to the church building. Uh, whether we're in this building or another building, or we gather together, whether we're on the outside and gathering together in the park, or, great God, in a backyard, or in a parking lot, it doesn't matter. When we gather together in the name of the Lord for the purpose of, of gathering, the purpose of gathering is worship. We're worshiping the Lord. Uh, we're worshiping the Lord, the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords. And so when you worship the Lord, you're in the presence of the Lord. Somebody say, I'm in the presence of the Lord. You you want to meet the Lord, great God, face to face. Uh, is there anybody here who just want to meet the Lord today? Uh, do you want to meet the Lord in worship? Come on, meet the Lord with me in worship right now. Feel God's presence as we worship the Lord, as we hold the Lord in high esteem, as we say to you, God, you are my all in all. It's the Lord your all in all. That he is, yes, our all in all. And so because of that, when we enter the presence of the Lord, regardless to where you are, that we are to love. Somebody say love. Love the Lord, your God, our God. You got to love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Great God Almighty. With all your what? With all your heart with all your soul, and with all your heart. Let's start right there. Let God on my, that's the first thing, because it's twofold. You gotta love. There's no need you coming into a church setting, great God, and you hate everybody. You hate this and you hate that. Walk in with a positive attitude, because you don't know whether you're gonna walk out of that. Great God on my, walk in and say, God, I'm glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Are you glad today? Oh, I'm glad to see you today. I'm glad to see everybody. I love everybody. Ah, oh, you can't do a thing about it. I just love everybody because guess what? The Lord looked beyond my faults and began to love me. Oh, is there a witness in the house today? 
The Lord loves us. God, I'm preaching to, and teaching, should I say, uh, this, this month on, on certain women in the Bible. Scornful women, uh, scheming women, single women, married women. Come on now. Uh, 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 women, great God Almighty, who are sanctified in the Bible. There are many types of women in the Bible. And men, of course, but we'll deal with men next month. But the reality is, uh, we ought to serve and love the Lord. We are to worship Him. Do you love to worship the Lord? You don't worship Him only on Sundays uh, when you gather, but you gather with the Lord and say, Father, in your own home, uh, in your car, Father, <laughs> Father, 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 I stretch my hands to Thee. No other help I know. You worship the Lord, but it's twofold. See, you worship the Lord by loving the Lord. And you love the people all around. That's why uh, when we gathered together last week uh, in, our, uh, uh, in the parking lot of our uh, church, the Sixth Baptist Church, we were excited to see one another and to worship one with, with God with one another because we love one another. Oh, I'm glad for the love, great God, at the SBC family, among the people and among uh, great God others who gather. I thank God for that. But, you know, the twofold part of worship is the latter part. It says, but great God, love your neighbor as yourself. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I'm talking about worship now, the purpose of the church. I'm talking about mistaken identity. Uh, you want to make sure you love as a church now, your neighbor as yourself. Who's your neighbor? It's not just the people who live next door to you. But when you confront people, you're to love them. Think, tell them about the old, old story of Jesus. If they would listen and grant God his love. Tell them, grant God, that Jesus is the answer for the world today. Let them know that Jesus loves them. This I know. And Jesus loves you. This I know. For the Bible tells us so. And when you do that, all you can do is just, just share. Amen? And so the first thing you do is worship. Somebody say worship. I'm talking about the purpose of the church in terms of a mistaken identity. Uh, we don't want SBC or your church, great God, uh, to be named a certain name and then you forget the purpose of the church. Oh, glory to God, our Father. And then not only do you worship but then we look at ministry. Somebody said ministry. We want to look at ministry right now as we look at why we worship the Lord. I want you to look at the scripture uh, at Matthew 25 and verse 40. Look at Matthew 25 and 40. The Bible tells us as we hear God's words, the king will reply, I tell you the truth. Uh, whatever you did for one of the least of these, my brothers of mine, you did it for me. Lord, have mercy. This is ministry. You see, the second is ministry to love your neighbor uh, as yourself. Okay? And, and as you love your neighbor as yourself, uh, dealing with worship, ministry, this is doing, great God, what God has called us to do. This is the doing aspect of the church. The church is to do for others. Alright? That's what ministry is all about. Uh, the ministry of the church uh, is to do for others. 
And when you do for others, God will give you the victory. Won't he do it? Uh, when you do for others, God will give you sustaining grace and sustaining mercy. You know, uh, it's exciting to know that God does bless us mentally, physically, and spiritually. And so we have to participate in the ministry of the church. Ministry of the church. And I want you to remember that passage of scripture. All right. And then the third thing, when we do ministry, we want you to, first of all, before I go any further, is to recognize that uh, that's the reason why we exist. Uh, not only because of the purpose, but in you, you are to create ministry. Uh, how, what can I do not to be seen or to be heard? Uh, what do I, what can I do? We call different groups in our church ministries. And so you have a certain component that you work in, but that should not be just the only thing that you do. And you do it so often, you do it, you take it for granted, and, and, and that's all you do. Uh, but God does more than one thing uh, for us, doesn't he? Uh, he blesses us different ways over and over and over again. And this is why that worship component is number one. Amen? And then we do ministry, all right? Now, after ministry, we recognize that we are great God to do evangelism. Somebody say evangelism. Go to Matthew 28 and verse number 19. The Bible says, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. Now, do you want to make up disciples of all nations? What does that mean? It means that we are to share. Uh, we are to instruct. We are to be able to share in a way to make disciples is a two-edged sword because when you make disciples it means uh, you bring in new folk yes you evangelize you bring in new folk come on follow me now talking about the purpose of the church but you gotta let those folk know when they come yes they will go through maybe a class or two and and, and, and be able to become a part of the church. But the second part of great God evangelism is to create in them the spirit of discipleship. You are a disciple for, the Christ, for Christ. You're not just a member of the church. <laughs> Anybody can walk in and become a new member and go to another church next week. Come on, somebody, and say, I'm a member. Join that church and another one. But you want to be a disciple for Christ. And the Lord will bless you. Uh, which means that you hold the Lord as the head of your life. That you are great God Almighty uh, working according to his direction. Uh, see, we, don't, we may have guidelines. And, and we may have great God situations that we have to look at to come to an understanding as to what this particular ministry in a church should do. But the bottom line is that we are working for Christ to be his disciples. Why, as a disciple, you must pray all the time. You must pray. You must read the word of God. You must study the word of God. Great God, you may be, be excited about other things in life like I am. But never let it be, great God, more than your love for the Lord. You're a disciple for the Lord God Almighty. It's nothing wrong with going various places, but, but you are to be a disciple for the Lord, the purpose of the church, with your time, your talents, your treasury, and your temple. 
What have you done for the Lord in terms of being a disciple? When is the last time you witnessed to someone? Great God, come on somebody. Talking about evangelism. And yes, when is the last time you invited somebody uh, to read the word of God with you? To pray with you? To let them know that God loves you and, and you love them as well. God is telling us, church, that we need to remember the purpose of the church and not fall under the category of mistaken identity. Because you can have all the Holy Ghost you want. You can have a whole lot of money in the church. Great God Almighty. But if God is not there, it's not his church. Let the church say amen. And you are the church. So if you come in empty and leave out empty, it's something wrong somewhere. Amen. You got to have a fulfillment of the Holy Ghost. You got to feel the presence of the Holy Ghost. Uh, great God, the old folks there, and I say it too sometimes. Uh, I look at my hands. Uh, great God, they look new. Uh, I feel great God. I look at my feet, and they do too. I make put running in my feet and clapping in my hands because I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I know what the Lord has done for me. And I know what the Lord has done for you. Great God Almighty. Let the church say amen. The fourth thing that we need to do as we look at the purpose of the church is when disciples come. Great God. Remember, when we look at evangelism, we are to great God Almighty. Uh, yes, share the gospel. Witness to people. Yes, but when they come into the church, we have to also uh, let them know that you're not just here uh, to be with us. Great God, and you can say you're a part and a member of the Sixth Baptist family. You got to know how to be a disciple. And you grow every day. I'm still growing, learning how to be a disciple for the Lord. Amen? And then not only that, uh, after you uh, evangelize, the fourth purpose is to baptize. Somebody look at Matthew 28 and 20. Bible says, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Baptism is a sign of our commitment to Christ. You know, it is entering into the door of the church. You know, and that's what it's all about. Uh, when you're baptized, you're saying to God, our Father, I'm ready to begin a new walk. I'm ready to begin a new talk. I don't want you to uh, to mistakenly and not identify me. I'm your child. I, I'm willing, great God, to, to serve you with gladness. I, I want to be your child. I, I want to call you King Jesus. I, I want to be your disciple. Oh, yeah. I want to be able, Lord God, uh, to walk with you and to talk with you. I, I want you to stay by my side. Is there anybody here who, who wants the Lord to stay by your side? Is there anybody here who will say, Father, I thank you for being mighty good to me. God has been mighty good to all of us. And because of that, you ought to shout hallelujah. And then finally, as we look at why God has given us an opportunity to rethink the purpose of the church. We are to look at the fact, fact that the Bible says to teach them all things. I want you to look at Matthew 20 and 20. Again, 28 and 20. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. We got to teach. 
we got to teach. The fifth purpose is to teach them. Teach them all things. Again, it's discipleship. To more, discipleship is more than just being a follower of Christ. Disciple is one who learns and begins to apply their teaching. Greg God in his or her life. So I want you to apply the teachings of the Lord in your life. Uh, to understand that God has called you. Called you. Hear me, church. Has called you. If you have uh, accepted Christ. Yes, you work hard on your job. Yes, uh, you do. Greg God, the best you can uh, on your job. Yes, uh, you take care of your responsibilities. Yes, take care of your family. Yes, but God is the one who allows you and me, great God Almighty, uh, to go out and to work, to meet our responsibilities. Uh, great God Almighty, he's the one that gives us what we call that morning glow, whereby we can get up in the morning and say, to God be the Lord, oh, the glory for the great things uh, he has done. Now, God has shown favor upon us. And so we are to disciple and say on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. So I want you to tell people that yes, I love the Lord. I thank God for sending the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost keeps me together. The Holy Ghost sanctifies me. Sets me apart. The Holy Ghost gives me guidance. The Holy Ghost feeds me through the word of God. The Holy Ghost keeps me when I'm down. The Holy Ghost, great God, wipes away my tears. The Holy Ghost gives me a mind to think right. Come on, somebody. Act right. Oh, live right to the best of my ability. The Holy Ghost will put a song in my mouth. Great God Almighty. Anybody got the Holy Ghost in here? Somebody say, yeah, I got the Holy Ghost. Oh yeah! Do you have the Holy Ghost? Do you feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost? I know I do. That's because I know my God has not forsaken me and prayerfully not you. He knows that you are his disciple. There's not a mistaken identity as far as who you are, because you are a child of God. The church is a congregation of baptized believers, associated by covenant or agreement with the Lord. We are the church Collectively, you are the church individually. And because of that, we can stand and say, there's no mistaken identity. In my heart, nor in the congregation that I belong to. We know that worship is mandatory. That's the purpose of why we gather. We meet the Lord. We know that ministry is why we gather. 
to minister for the Lord God Almighty, to serve the Lord through ministries with an open mind and an open heart. We know that evangelism is finding folk who have not found the Lord, reclaiming those in the church who wants to re-identify who Christ is, but also to let them know that once you have been found, now it's time to grow as a disciple, to make disciples. And once we make disciples, we know that you're ready. Once you have a fulfillment and the feeling of the Holy Ghost within, then you're ready to be baptized to begin your know, new walk in the Lord as we continue to disciple Christ's people, become a follower of the Lord. And we can say we are marching down the King's Highway together. You know, have you ever seen the $100,000 pyramid? Well, <clears throat> this particular gentleman won and he went over to the circle to try to get a $100,000. And um, the question was, and he had to guess the question. Uh, he, had, he was given the clues. And uh, the clues... Uh, the clue was uh, people who have the last name Obama. Listen to me now. And he didn't read it the right way. And so he began to give clues about Osama bin Laden. Obama, Osaden, Os bin Laden. And because of that, you know, Osama bin Laden was a former terrorist and Barack Obama, our former president. And so once he started giving the clues, I'm talking about mistaken identity now. Everybody knew that he read it the wrong way because he was talking about Osama bin Laden. Oh, he felt so bad that day. Of course, he didn't win the $100,000. Uh, uh, he went away with about $8,000 some odd dollars. But then he, he decided that he would go on and, and, and pull up and share his own thoughts about what he did, how he felt like a fool, and that he dropped the ball. He had just became a father uh, two weeks uh, before he was tired and he ended his statement with hashtag kill me. It's because of mistaken identity. So you don't want to be mistaken. You want to let the Jesus know I'm on the battlefield for you. I promise you that I will serve you till I die. I'm on the battlefield for King Jesus. Huh? Anybody know King Jesus today? Anybody want to know King Jesus today? All you have to do is give your hand to man and your heart to God. And God 
great God will save you. God will give you the victory. And it won't be any mistaken identity. God will know that you have come this far. Great God. And he's receiving you right now. If you just call on the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you and keep you. Celebrate the Lord with me right now. And give God a great hand clap of praise.